On this episode of Corona Brides, I talked to Carolyn and y'all, she went ahead and had her wedding August 15th. And honestly, it sounds like it was just perfect for she and her husband. So it wasn't the original plan. They ended up having a wedding in their backyard, Philly style. She had a baseball bouquet. I, I just, I can't wait to see pictures. It sounds so fun. So tune in and you're going to love this one. Welcome to this episode of Corona Brides. I'm your host, Jordi, and today we have a bride on who is engaged for two years. So she was ready to get married and she did on August 15th. Carolyn, thank you so much for being on with us today. Thank you for having me. All right. So you were engaged for two years. What were you feeling when COVID hit and you realized that your wedding plans most likely would be changed? Well, for it was a full two years because we got engaged in, on August 10th of 2018. So by the time we got married, it was a full two years. And when things started happening, I don't know when stuff hit in Texas, but Mm -hmm. in Pennsylvania, it hit us, um, mid-March, mid-March. Okay. So I had already had the stress about my dress because my dress, I had to call them in February Mm -hmm. because knowing that dresses come from China, that they were having all their issues (sighs) and shutting their things down. I was like, is my dress even going to make it? It was supposed to be in, in February. I hadn't heard anything. And I was just getting so nervous and I called them and then I had to call them again in March. Um, We officially shut down here in Pennsylvania on March 13th. And at the first, at first we were like, okay, we're going, we're going to be okay. Yeah. But our wedding's not until August. It's going to be. I left work that day. I'm a teacher and I left work that day on the 13th. And we were closed for a week. But by the time I made my commute home, the governor had shut us down for two weeks. So I was like, okay, this is a little bit bigger. Yeah, and for sure. And that's when they started closing everything else down. And I was still in the process of booking hair and makeup. Um, we had an issue with our um, ceremony space. So we were in the process of searching for a new ceremony space. Um, we had just booked our DJ. And... I'm like waiting on this dress and they, I had to call them back again. And the dress thankfully had made it in and I got it like that the very next week after the shutdown. Um, so I was like extremely grateful, but I felt like I was like breaking the rules. Cause I was like, wasn't supposed to be out and going into the businesses <laughs> and they're like, come in the back door. And I, was, like, oh I feel like I'm buying something off the black market. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> interesting but once everything shut down and like I was like, okay well I got my dress so that's a good sign we'll be good to go but I couldn't get hair and makeup and I couldn't get um we couldn't find a new uh ceremony space and we were we were very unsure our reception space was good we just didn't want to it's one room so we didn't we wanted to have two locations uh-huh. and when we went and toured they're like you can have it here we thought about it but it's a totally indoor venue so yeah we're like okay we're, we're gonna hope we contacted them probably beginning like of April so we still had our we were still hoping to have everything but we we're like we want to plan B just in case we've right. spent these two weeks at home and again I 
we continue to get our return to school delayed. So we're like, this is getting a little bit more intense. Right. And so um, we actually contacted our coordinator at our event at our reception venue. And we said, can we have a plan B? Can we, you know, put our room on hold for next year? And, but we're still planning on having it this year, but just in case, and they were wonderful, worked with us and they're like, yep, the room's available. You know, we, I figured it would be, um, at our venue, we had the smaller room. We already had like a small wedding planned. That was like mm-hmm. the first thing we did to figure out how many people. And it was, our guest list was 80. Uh-huh. So we already kind of weeded out and picked exactly who we wanted to be there and really wanted to share our special day with. And so we had this booked, but by the end of April, we had told them we're like, no, we're going to push the reception. Like I couldn't imagine at this point they had cut indoor restrictions for us down to 50%. And then yeah. by the time, yeah. So our room capacity at our venue was like 85 people. So I was like, if you want me to cut half my <gasps> list just to be in there. Oh and then, no. Yeah. And it kind of, we made the decision early, I think, which really benefited us because we had the time to then kind of make this turnaround. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the time we actually had our ceremony reception for this year, we were, they were down to 25 people indoors. And I was like, that would have basically, yeah, cutting our list down even further. And I was like, I don't, it wouldn't have been worth it. The amount of people we ended up having at our um, little backyard ceremony uh, was more than what we would have been able to have inside. And we were able to be outside and moving around. And it was just kind of like a, peaceful day sort of yeah and I I think that's that's that makes it so hard because one thing that it sounds like you know you started with 80 and to just cut down and cut down how in the world do you decide who to cut and how do you even go about doing it I mean you know that's what makes it so hard and I think that that's what a a lot of people they struggle with because you want everybody to be there I mean it's your big day it sounds like you had been planning this wedding for a couple years (laughs) yeah (laughs) I yeah it I mean it definitely didn't we waited on some things obviously because I didn't have hair and makeup I'm not the most uh girly girl in any of that situation I'm more laid back and relaxed but we waited on some things knowing that I don't need to book those things two right years away. in advance like yeah. in our area we had lots of availability but then everything was closed so yes it, our wedding eventually became like it takes a village to raise a child. They say, well, it took a village to make our wedding happen in our oh. sense. Um, just to go to like the whole backyard ceremony, not a lot of stuff was open. We kept it to just like immediate family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our bridal party, because they had already made like a bunch of sacrifices for us. So we're like, you know, bridal party, immediate family. And it was like, 25 30 of us outside at my in my backyard (laughs) I love that you did that so take us to those moments first of all how did you address it with your guest hey the wedding isn't going to happen but this is our plan b and we're going to do it in the backyard how did you go about talking to your guests so we had sent out save the dates in December Mm -hmm. Um, and then we're like, we don't want to send that out again. Like I said, we already had a small guest list and they're Mm -hmm. all, it's not like a distant relative or anything. So, um, kind of just 
put it out to um, our parents. Hey, can you contact the aunts yeah. and uncles and let them know? Because we made the contact to our parents and grandparents and then obviously our bridal party. But it was a lot of us just calling and explaining the situation. And everybody was so understanding. And it just it made me feel a little bit more at ease. Like I know when we made the decision, I know a lot of people weren't exactly like sure we were making the right one that Mm -hmm. but they they understood why like who who was then invited to our (laughs) ceremony and then who wasn't right if they made it easier it's not like anybody like got on our case or anything they're like that's good it's your day this is your decision and we're gonna go with it and you know thanks for letting us know type deal yeah and supported y'all and that's that's really at the end of the day that that's so great because it's like no one can be mad at you right because it's like COVID and it's so hard you have no earthly idea like what to do or how to go about this because it's so new for everybody so take us to your backyard and tell us about your special day and everything that that you did did you did you sell florals or take us to everything uh, about it so um I husband and I are big sports fans. And so our original plan was, um, a Philadelphia Phillies themed wedding. I, my shoes, <laughs> funny. I love it. My shoes were actually kids that looked like baseballs and had the Philly P on them. Oh, and so wow. we kind of just went with that and ran, we actually wrote to the Phillies and they sent us a couple of game use balls. And so for florals, instead of using real flowers, I actually made, um, my bouquet out of, um, baseballs. And so what? I put them up and made them look like roses. No way. Um, yeah. And then I made my hair piece that went in my hair and looked more like a carnation, I guess, type flower. Um, and my dad and my husband's boutonnieres were also baseball roses. So that's where I, you know, went with that. Um, that is so fun. I have never heard that, but I want to see a picture because like I can visualize <laughs> it and it sounds so cool. Yeah. Um, and so that was our florals. Um, but my neighbors were actually really nice. My neighbor next door, she um, works for a greenhouse. And so she let us take photos like by her garden, everything like that. I mean, she wanted me to actually take flowers from her garden and make floral pieces, but I couldn't do that. <laughs> I was like, no, appreciate it, but let us take some photos in front. And she loved that every second of it. Um, but it was just uh, a nice setting it was good. It actually did rain on our wedding day. It rained in the middle of the ceremony, like not like a downpour or anything, but like we were standing there, we were under trees. But at one point I was like, I felt a drop and (laughs) I looked and I was like, yeah, it definitely dropped. And then it rained a little bit here and there, just little showers, but apparently that's good luck. It is girl. It is good luck because I will tell you it rained. It wasn't actually during my ceremony. It was a few hours before it rained because I was going to be a hurricane coming in. We're like, what the heck? No, like COVID hurricane what's happening. But it rained a little bit. They told me it was good luck. I didn't even, I didn't even know. So that sounds like we both got really lucky. (laughs) Yeah. And thankfully, like I said, we, it wouldn't, our wedding wouldn't have happened without family and friends. Like all our tables and chairs, my dad had and brought them over. We had two big tents that were thankfully white um, that my brother-in-law had that we could borrow and say they brought them over and set them up. Um, I had a awesome. friend that got married last year. She gave us these like curtain lights to hang on the tents and gave us some wedding signs to put in the yard. Oh, wow. And 
Yeah. So like setting up, all our friends were there and helped out. Like they stayed at our house with us and helped us put everything up. And uh, then it became like our, our dinner was like a potluck. Like I my, love that. My uh, parents made food and brought it. His parents made food, brought it like, and it just kind of, it became just a picnic and it just kind of felt like a, like a nice intimate time with everyone that you love and that's and that made like it was a blur because uh-huh. I couldn't even help set up funny thing enough I was trying to help set up and I was getting stuff out of my dad's truck and I actually sprained my ankle the <gasps> night before no yeah so it was like a good thing I had kids instead of like heels or anything for sure oh wow so it was it was still a good it was still a good day like everything I wouldn't change anything about it 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 definitely made one for the memories. It still flew by. My friend did my hair and makeup for me. And I, you would have thought a professional did it. She was amazing. And just like everybody just really pitched in. Um, my other friend, she uh, traveled from far distance. She came and took photos. Like she's like, do you want me to bring my nice camera? And I was like, no, you don't really have to. It's fine. She didn't listen and brought it anyway and took all these photos. And so we actually have like a lot of nice photos now too. So that's awesome. I love the fact, I love hearing that everybody truly did come together for Mm -hmm. y'all and that's going to make it even more special, you know, and the fact that it was intimate and it sounds like it was y'all with the theme and everything. That is just so amazing. I love it. Yes, it definitely was. It just relaxed. It kind of was low key. There are moments where it was like crazy and I, like, in the moment of it, I was like, I don't think anybody should ever host their own wedding in their backyard. <laughs> like, it was kind of crazy. I was getting ready. And my husband was like, what's happening? Where do people, where's people supposed, where are they supposed to be? What are they supposed to be doing? And it was a little bit, a little hectic at the last minute. We of did course. procrastinate on some things, but... <laughs> It happens to everybody. I think even if there's a wedding coordinator, sometimes there's going to be things that's like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> we yeah. have to do what or what needs to happen? So you, do you still have the venue set a year from now yes. to have so, a party? Mm-hmm. So what it end up, it'll be August 14th of next year. Uh, we, when we made, we made plan B, they were okay. We put the room on hold. And then two weeks later, we basically called and we're like, hey, we're going to go to plan B. So we still, we have the venue um, for next year, same spot just a year later. So it'll be a one year anniversary party. Um, And our DJ was available. So we have that. And same with the photographer that we had originally scheduled. She's available next year on that date. So all those things worked out. That is awesome. And there, you know, there are a lot of uh, brides that I've interviewed that have done the same. They did a backyard wedding and then they're going to do a big reception a year later. And I like the thought of it as being like a one year anniversary party, because I think that that's something obviously nobody would do, but because of COVID you're able to do it and gather people. And I think that that's awesome. It sounds like it's going to be such an amazing time. And let me ask you this. I always love to ask the brides, what would be your best advice? Because I know um, the podcast, the interview that I did last, I'm sorry, the um, interview from last week, you said that that bride really spoke to you. And so I love hearing those things that she had a similar story. So what advice can you give to brides listening? I just say, remember that it's 
about you and your marriage to your husband. Like, don't put other other outside situations in on it. Just focus on what truly is important. And is that that's you marrying the love of your life. So. And that is so true. It's one of those things where we have to think about, you really do have to just remind yourself that it's about the love and just visualizing your backyard wedding in my head and everything that y'all did with the baseball theme. That's so cool. And that was you. And you probably never would have done that at the big venue. So sounds like it just really did work out perfect for y'all. Yeah, I, I feel like it did. You know, like I said, they all pitched in and I... I wouldn't have made it through the day without all of my people. So yes, that's what it's all about. So are y'all, did y'all take a honeymoon after the, after your uh, backyard wedding or y'all going to wait? We were originally waiting anyway um, because I'm a teacher and then my husband works in uh, the college, uh, I guess, profession. He's not a professor, Uh but he works, he works at a college. Um, our date was so close to the start of school years for us so that we're like, Oh, we're just going to hold off. And we were going to go next year. Um, but we don't know entirely yet. We did want to go to Europe, but we're not sure, um, depending on how things play out through the rest of this year, but we did spend a night in our little town. We, uh, we moved to this house a year ago and uh, we went and just stayed at night at a hotel here in town, um, a cute little town we live in. It's called Lidditz. And mm-hmm. so uh, we just went and stayed and just kind of explored a little bit of the town we've been living in. And that was just one night out of our house and it was cute and romantic for us. So that's we hope so to do fun. another one. Yeah, I feel like that's so fun. And I think that that's such a, a great story. And so the fact that you're a teacher, you're mm-hmm. like, I had to be used to change because <laughs> this oh. has just been crazy. Can you touch on that a little bit? There, are you virtually learning? Or are you actually in school? So right I, I teach at a middle school and the way our middle school and like high school are approaching it for uh, right now is we are in a hybrid model. So um, I have students that are in the classroom and then I have students that are live streaming my classroom. I never would have thought that I would have had a camera in my room and students would be at home learning the same lesson that the students are in class. It's definitely been interesting Um, with our hybrid model. I have the students are grouped and one group of students comes on Mondays and Thursdays. The other group comes t- Tuesdays and Fridays. And mm-hmm. Wednesdays is a completely virtual day where it's um, we put assignments up and offer just like office hours and helping. But that's a day that they can then clean the school. Um, so it's definitely been interesting. I feel bad I because I'm so used to just looking at the students in the classroom. Uh-huh. And now I have to remember that I need to look at the students who are also now on my computer screen and be like, Gosh. hey, do you have any questions? I, oh, yeah, you're here. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I I'm not ignoring you. <laughs> Golly, that is wild. Well, I am praying for all the teachers and mm-hmm. I have just the utmost respect for teachers. I, as I had told you, I was a teacher for three years and um, it, it, it's just it is it's tough already. I mean, I loved it. It was so rewarding, but it, it's hard already just yeah. being a teacher. So this new way you're having to pivot and teach. I mean, I'm really hoping that um, that the kids get to go back in full Me swing, too. but I just don't know. 
I know I teach math and it's been very hard oh. to digitize math. I was like, we're paper yes. pencil. How can I do this? Like it, it's been a learning curve for all of us, but I think the best thing about it is a lot of the parents and the students I have, they are extremely flexible and they are understanding and they know we're all going through this change. And so they're trying to, you know, be very supportive. So that's really good. Flexible, I think, is an awesome word for brides and for teachers yes. and parents. You just have to be flexible across the board right now, it sounds like. I think that's the word of 2020. <laughs> There's a lot of other words, but we won't yeah. say them. No. Yeah. <laughs> we'll stick with flexible. <laughs> but you know what is funny about 2020? I do think that um, it's given us just this new way of thinking and a new way, I feel like, of loving almost because mm-hmm. we just had to be we, we just kind of had to roll with it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Carolyn, thank you so much for being on this podcast. And I just, I love the fact that you are a listener mm-hmm. and I, the fact that you're a teacher as well, and I wish you the best. And I look forward to uh, seeing photos mm-hmm. of that baseball bouquet. I'm going <laughs> to have to go to your Instagram and check it out. Awesome. Thank <laughs> you for having me. I appreciate it. And I love being able to share my story with others. Yes. Good. Well, thank you so much. And you have a good one. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Corona Brides. Carolyn, and she said the word flexible. And I said, we have to discuss that because that is the perfect word for 2020. She's a school teacher. I mean, could you imagine right now being a school teacher and doing virtual learning, learning in the classroom, not to mention she was planning a wedding. I mean, so many different things and she truly just had to be flexible, but I am so happy for them. And it sounds like they had an amazing outdoor wedding. They talked to their guests. They had their people there. That was one thing that she said that really resonated with me because you do, you have to have your people behind you that are willing to help you. And it sounds like she did. A lot of the brides have, which is so wonderful. And it's a moment that you'll look back and just really be able to share those moments with others. And it's just such a special time. So I was so happy to interview her. She was, she actually listens to the podcast and um, the interview that I did last week, that bride just really spoke to her. And so I love hearing these stories where the brides reach out and they just, they want to share their story and hopes to help others as well. So if you would like to share your story, you can reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Jordy Shep. It's J-O-R-D-I-E-S-H-E-P. And I would love for you to be able to share your story and help other brides as well. All right, stay tuned. We have more coming. Bye guys.